Are you angry? I, I'm a little bit angry. Not gonna we lie. just <laughs> we just got three minutes in and I didn't hit record. So oh, I'm so mad at you. Um, there's the intro. You know who we are. <laughs> this is another episode. On today's episode, tips to help your dog adjust to a big life change and can dogs smell COVID? We'll find out very shortly after Jackson finishes scratching himself. So we have some guests today. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode. Yeah. A little more energy, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you look like you're awake this time. You were falling asleep last episode. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into more of that later. Yeah, why I'm falling asleep constantly. All right, so... Who are our guests? Our guests tonight are very special. Today with us is uh, my sister, Nicole Battaglia, and her partner, Kat Bodwin. Hey. Hello. Two times in a row. You're worried about it. You're you're not like me. I screw up this intro nonstop, but you got the last name right. Yes. Kat's last name is not, it doesn't sound like Bodwin. It doesn't look like Bodwin. No, it doesn't. Sounds like Bedouin. Mm. Stumped every substitute. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Uh, so they are with us tonight. They're staying in New Jersey. My sister is in the army and she, uh, is getting moved from Massachusetts down to DC and there is a decent storm hitting. So instead of traveling tomorrow morning and risking that they're staying overnight and they'll be headed down to DC in the morning, but they are here. Their dog, their Pitbull Jackson is here. All the dogs are snuggling. He stole Tishy's bed. You'll hear him. You'll hear him scratching endlessly because he's a very itchy boy. Yes, he is. You'll make his presence known. Everyone's hanging out. And uh, here we are. They are drinking. I am not. Why aren't you drinking? Because I'm pregnant. What? <laughs> Gasp. Again? There it is. Again. Um, who is the client that makes the world's greatest cornbread? Oh, Michelle. Harper's she, mom. Did you see that she commented and said, where, do you, where did you find the time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so That's hilarious. With our renovation to our house, the painting and everything that we've done, and and I've been doing, I think I would would you say I've done majority of the painting, so it's very tedious work. Like I'm doing the moldings. I, I pretty much repainted everything in this house. So her saying, you know, where did you guys find the time? She's been literally following everything that we're doing. She literally texted me yesterday and said, like with the pig, she was asking how he was doing. We got a pig. I think we mentioned that. No, mm-hmm. we didn't. We have to talk about that because we got we him. We mentioned that we were going to get him, yes. but we didn't mention so we have him, his delivery. And she was asking about him and, you know, she's like, just watching you guys do all these crazy things like brings such joy to my life. And I was like, oh, I love you. I have such, I have the nicest clients. Like they are so involved we, in our we're lives. We're very blessed. I find that our clients support us more than people we've known our entire lives. That's not like surprising. Friends, <laughs> like friends. I mean, I have people from high school that don't even talk to me. But I see they watch my story but say nothing. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's life. It is yes. life. So it's, a, it's a weird thing, but that's definitely life. Yes. So, so I am pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you. You too. Mazel um, And we got a pig. And we got a pig. Lots of announcements this yes. episode. Yes. We wanted to talk about big life changes because Jackson here is going to undergo a very big life change. Yes, he is. But he's a very resilient dog because he's dealt with a lot of changes and like, you know, I guess the last few years, mm-hmm. but we want him to be ready to transition to this new, this new life. So all the way in DC, going from Massachusetts to DC, what are your, what's your advice? Well, Nick, why don't you go into a little bit of how this will, like your setup will differ from what he currently had in, in Massachusetts. So there's quite a bit that's going to change in this new situation for us. Uh, I've lived in Massachusetts for the last 15 years, mm-hmm. so Jackson's only known Massachusetts, and now he's actually moving to just outside of Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. 
I am living in a 12-story apartment building for the first time. I've typically only lived in uh, houses that Mm -hmm. have been split up into apartments or the house that I owned. So that's an entirely new circumstance for him. I'm going back into working in the office five days a week, which I have not done in nearly two years. Yeah. So a lot of big adjustments for him coming just on those three things alone. And that doesn't factor in, obviously, you know, new environmental considerations, Mm -hmm. different schedule. Well, Kat also will be spending some time with you, but also staying in Massachusetts. So I think that'll be big for him as well because he's kind of always been used to two people being around yeah a little bit of continuity there which is great but also the adjustment of you know I've never lived by myself before I've either lived uh, with partners or with roommates so the times that cat is not down or in with DC, me yeah we'll just want to forget about the time that we spent together she you were a roommate those 18 years we were meant nothing to you <laughs> we were roommates we were roommates who also shared a last name and, and parents but we were roommates <laughs> Yeah, so I think it'll be a little bit different. So what, Kat, you're spending like a week and a half each month? Sounds about right. Yeah. And then she'll be she'll be kind of going back and forth. So I think it'll be good because he'll still get to see you quite a bit, but there are going to be a few weeks out of the month that it's just you, Nick. And, you know, I already vetted a dog walker that's down there for her. So Thank she's, you for that, by the way. You're that welcome. Was huge. I, I know what to look for. Um, she's really nice and, you know, she's super supportive of the Army and your lifestyle. So I think that'll be super helpful of her understanding if you need, like, last-minute things. Um, but that's big, just having extra hands to help um, in general when you're moving and you're, you don't know anybody. Like, you're not going to have Uncle Dev in there anymore. No, no more just, Uncle D down there just who can pop yeah. in or take him for the weekend, which will be another consideration to figure out because it was like I'm co-parenting. Still, yeah, it was a lot <laughs> like co-parenting. I mean, for, for context, my best friend Devin watched him while I was deployed for a year. Yeah. Um, he's been instrumental. He's obsessed with with Jackson and I know buys him pajamas. Yep. He buys him way too many things. Just, and I know saying goodbye to him was hard. He told me about how they had breakfast together and then just cried. He cried on him for a while, <laughs> but, um, Jackson's like, why is everybody so sad? Yeah. He, Jackson's a very happy go lucky dog. So the sadness is kind of a, a weird vibe for, for him. him, but, yeah. uh, it definitely will be an adjustment. He's not been a solo dog before. And I'll be I'll be staying in command up in Massachusetts. So I'll be going back up to Massachusetts for a weekend drill at least once a month. So I'm gonna have to. Oh, find, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm gonna always gonna, at least once a month. I'm gonna have to find weekend care for him because I can't just leave him with Cat anymore. Do you or just or drop Devin. him off here on your way up. Oh, the army will fly me. Thank goodness. And I don't. I can't just like you know airdrop him out of the airplane. But parachute. <laughs> Look for the parachute between <laughs> six and six thirty. <laughs> Jackson would live for that. He would love it. We just put a little drop zone in your in one of your pens out there. All about the thrill. Right? His bat ears flapping in the wind. Yes. It'd be great. But yeah, a lot of different adjustments, you know, getting back to hopefully an early schedule where I get up around five and take him for a decent walk in the morning. We're very lucky that there's a great network of trails just outside my apartment. There's a bike path. I'm a mile and a half from work. I plan on being able to bike home at lunch and let him out Good. on the days I can't get a dog walker or, you know, maybe just do the dog walker less and I spend more time with him. But, um, a lot of big adjustments, but I think we're well suited for them. And we're both, I think, looking forward to a, a new adventure. I think so too. How do you think he's going to do being in an apartment building? How high up are you? We're on the 11th floor. That's pretty freaking high. (laughs) Kat is is not thrilled about it. No, you know what I just figured out the other day? I'm scared of heights. I am too. I never ever was. And now I suddenly am. But I particularly only have height issues with buildings. I've, with the the TikToks and the reels of people bungee jumping, 
I am like, no. Oh, yeah, that's how you figured it out. That's how I figured it out because every single time I watch one, like, I get a pit in my stomach. But then what did I see the other day that somebody was doing? And I was like, see, that didn't, oh, trapezing. Someone was trapezing and yeah, that no, didn't bother me. No, I'll, I'm okay with heights if I'm clipped into something. I could not be bouldering. Um, I could not do trapezing. Like I would need to be like tied into something that prevents me from dying. Yeah, and I know that the trapeze people or like the people that are bungee jumping, like they are, but you're also like in nature and there's rocks. There are rocks in like nature. At, at yes. least with trapezing, there's a net. That's fair. <laughs> you know, so like hey, I, I tried notice. to go to an army school that involved me rappelling out of a perfectly good helicopter. So, and I know I have a fear of heights, so. So what I hear is that Jackson needs just one of those trapeze nets underneath. Preferably, yeah. Good. He's is a little bit of a recommendation from Boston University. I'm slightly worried about him on our, the 11th floor balcony, but I am very excited that he can no longer bark at the mailman out the front window because he go. can't see anything Although anymore. he was doing really good with that. You did my techniques and you were pleasantly surprised. It's true. It was working great. And then we went back into the office and I went to Idaho for training and we went back to square one and we were never able to get him out of it because <laughs> he just got anxious when we started packing things up. So it's it, been a But lot. it is effective. Yes. It definitely works. We yes. had him really in a great, great spot for quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. So eleventh uh, floor is what we're hearing. Apartment yep. building, a I new think, city. Yeah, I think it'll actually be good in an apartment building. I'm a little bit worried when just the first week or two when he adjusts to me being back out of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't want him to bark where he can hear all the time, um, or like another people in the building can yeah. hear him. But well, he's a nervous barker. Yes, he's he's a nervous barker. Um, I think his separation anxiety has gotten better. Yeah. So I'm hoping he does well with the transition to the building. But he loves people, so I think every other aspect of the building he will like. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. You'll probably you might see a little spike in his separation anxiety though, because he is losing a little bit of his support system, um, mental stimulation. I think yep, it's the biggest. That's thing. what I said Definitely. earlier. So many marrow bones, so many bully sticks, licky mats, licky mat, anything. That you can keep him busy with, I think will help. We haven't tried the licky mats yet. I got them. I have a three pack of the silicone. Um, they've got like the little ditties on the bottom. Ditties. The ditties. The ditties. Like um, suction cups so they don't move. Yeah. Like I think Tishy really enjoyed hers. I think like Oakley just kind of nommed on the thing like in five seconds and it was gone because he's a beast. The only thing that really keeps Oakley busy really like a long time is the marabones. I will, uh, I have a few, a good amount left and I just plan on, you know, doing frozen peanut butter ones in the morning when I leave. Cause if I leave and he's distracted, he's fine. But if he watches me walk out the front door, it's yeah. like, like the world uh, is ending. Where are you going? I hope he just like really gets into birding and just like looks out the front, you know, the balcony <laughs> window and like looks he at the birds He does really day. love to look out the window. He loves looking out the window. What's your time frame in terms of going like back to work and when you get down there? I probably won't go into the office until Monday or Tuesday. So next week. Probably Monday next week. All right. So that's good. So you're going to have a few days Mm -hmm. where you don't have to be gone for long days, uh, you know, so he can just get his feet wet and you can guys can like go out to eat or like Mm -hmm. just go to the grocery store for a few hours and him be okay. Yeah, we have. um, Fortunately, I do know a few people down in D.C. and we've got uh, some plans on Friday night, a Halloween party to go do on Saturday night. So are you kidding? She's just moving and she's already invited to a Halloween party. I know. Isn't it disgusting? (laughs) (laughs) So bad. My so sister, the, the freaking mayor. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I also, ha- I wrote down to salvage r- what routines you can because routines are going to instill confidence because it's things that he knows that uh, that he's familiar with in a world that he's not familiar with. So definitely try and try and remember. Like he, there might be routines that he has that you might not even remember or might not even realize that it's a routine and just try and like latch onto those and keep them consistent for him. Whether it be like what time he eats, 
uh, what time he goes out. Um, if you have like a specific bedtime routine, like whatever, whatever you can think of to try and keep those consistencies, I think that would really help him mm-hmm. from regressing at all. I agree. Do you have any other tips? In terms of routine? No, I think, I think that that, that that's a really good point. Um, tip wise, I mean, really the mental stimulation is the biggest thing that, that points out to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he needs, if you're finding that he is a little bit extra anxious, we can chat and get him on some CBD just in the interim to get him to a, a baseline, especially if we don't want him barking because I know that's going to be. Yeah, that's my only real concern. He's never been like a furniture chewing guy. No, I, no, just don't I don't, don't think he'll bark. do any and of that. And even when he does bark, he usually settles down pretty quickly. But, yeah. you know, we're moving in there. We want to be good People neighbors. People might not even acknowledge his bark as a dog. It doesn't sounds, really penetrate the walls very like well. Sounds like a squeaky toy. Like I've never like heard it. It sounds like when he was a small baby, swallowed a squeaky toy, and it has not dislodged from his throat. So not out of the realm of possibility either, because he's he's a big goofball and does dumb things. What do you often. call him? A dingus? He's a dingus. A dingus. <laughs> so endearing. So if your dog is going to be going through a big life change, uh, this doesn't really apply to you or Jackson, but. Let's say your dog is like latched on to somebody in the house um, and that person is going to be gone for an extended period of time. You want to be as proactive as possible to start working in other people into their lives with Tishy. She's obsessed with Jamie. Yes. And like she, I could go scratch. But <laughs> if you let's say if you were in the army and you had to get deployed yeah. and you'd be gone for, for, you know, several months, there's these. Asian beetles, is that what they're called? They're flying everywhere. I know. Stay our, focused. Our home is getting attacked. Stay focused. Um, <laughs> we are under siege. That's where you'll, what you'll, as soon as you possibly can, you want to start having that other person who's going to kind of take your place or, or be the most important person in their life, start taking over their daily routines, start taking over the feeding, start taking over the walks, yeah. spending extra time with them so that you don't just take their favorite person and rip them out of their lives. You give them someone else to lean on. I think that kind of pertains to them. Like if there's anything that cat was doing that she always did nick should take over that yeah because cat's not going to be at there as often i can attest to that um devin uh actually moved in i want to say four or five months before i ended up deploying and that was actually instrumental in kind of keeping things fairly seamless Um, yeah i think a lot of people wait till the last minute like if that happened to me and like let's say that's what we were doing like somebody was coming to take care of tissue like i would try and spend less time with her right going just to help her right before so you're not ripping off this band-aid and just like you know cold turkeying it dogs don't understand that so trying to dial my my attention to her back in a healthy way would be appropriate rather than spending and her being super attached to me and then me just leaving one day and her being super confused right so should we get into a fun fact I think so. Let's do I it. I have it up on your screen there, but I'm going to play our music. Okay. Because I didn't play the intro music, so I owe the people music. Was it this one? Yes, it was. Good job. Today's fun fact. Can dogs smell COVID? So this is actually a study from last summer, and it, it doesn't seem like it went very far after the study, even though it had decent results. It was a pilot study. The study is called Scent Dog Identification of Samples from COVID-19 Patients, a pilot study. <laughs> and basically... They had over a thousand samples mixed. Some were COVID positive, some were like controlled or COVID negative. And the dogs ended up, they had they had a bunch of dogs. They trained them for about two weeks to detect the smell of COVID. And they had a 
4% success rate on Dang. smelling COVID. That's off pretty of good. Very high. And it's two weeks really is good. not a long time. Yeah, so they're saying these preliminary findings indicate that trained detection dogs can identify respiratory secretion samples from hospitalized or clinically diseased SARS-CoV-2 infected individuals by discriminating between samples of SARS-CoV-2 infected patients and negative controls. This, meta, mis, this data may form the, the basis for a reliable screening method for SARS-CoV-2 infected people. It's pretty cool. Huh. What can't dogs do? So I'm going to link that study in the show notes for anybody that is pretty curious. Cool. Mm. Get yourself a podcast that links their sources. Look oh, at this. The always. National Library of Medicine. Dang. Always. Love it. Pub we Med. love to see it. We love the science here. So uh, we also got to ask the trainer. We have a few that we haven't gotten back on. Yeah. Um, there was one from July that you had answered. And then for some reason, the response went to spam. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I don't know what's that, what's going on with that. But that was a really long one, and I don't want to get into all that. Yeah, that was... It's pretty heavy. Yeah. So we did have one listener, Megan Moran, who reached out to us saying that she has a Dalmatian who is HUA, which is uh, high uric acid. It means that they have a genetic uh, variation that basically they can't metabolize. They're called purines. They can't metabolize them properly, so they end up having high uric acid. Uh, she said, I'm looking for good training treats that would help me with training, but not upset his stomach. Hmm. So when you're dealing with yeah, the gene variation that affects how the body metabolizes purines, which are chemical compounds that form uric acid when they're metabolized. So because of this, they're prone to kidney stones and other renal issues if you're not on top of it. Okay. So it's important to have a diet low in purines. Things like grains, white fish, salmon, chicken, starches. So, I so would, low in that. So we don't want those. We things. want it low. Okay. No, though you want those things. You want grains, white fish, salmon. Oh, okay. Chicken, starches. So, uh, like vital organs are very high in it. Uh, red meats higher in it. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of different things. Um, what about like turkey, like a ground turkey? So turkey's good. The the light the the lighter meats. Lighter meats. So I I did a little research and I found two good options for Megan. Uh, wholesome pride sweet potato bites they're smaller bites of sweet potato it's just sweet potato okay and then you know we love our stewards free dri- freeze dry oh, that's what i was gonna say one we, of those gotta be good we do the liver mm-hmm. the liver's not good uh, no no but no they, good. they do make a salmon version yes that's what i was gonna say yeah <gasps> do i get a cookie no you get a wholesome pride sweet potato bite <gasps> gross you, you like have a liver treat <laughs> instead? We have extra liver treats. Jackson loves the liver treats. I would take the sweet potato over the liver. So, Megan, if you're listening or if somebody else is in this position, I'm going to link to both of those treats in the show notes as well. We love the Stewarts. They're great. They, they're, it's straight up bang, what it says it is. Bang for your buck. Yes, bang for your buck. Big tub. Don't get the small ones. If you're looking at it and you're like, oh, should I just get the small one? No, you get the big tub. It'll last you forever. It's amazing. And you chop them up. Yeah, chop they them up. They come in chunks sometimes that are a little bit bigger than they should be. Chop them up. Butter knife. It's like 2,000 treats. Oh, no. I break out the real sharp stuff. You don't need it. I like to pretend I'm a chef. All right. You do your thing. I like to hone it. I to judge? I hone it before I start chopping. <laughs> My goodness. We got a special announcement. We already know you're knocked up, so it's not that. Okay. I was going to say, wait, what, what else is there? We have a second podcast. We do. Want to talk about it? Sure. I thought you were going to talk about it, but I guess you just put me on the spot. I just went not, I just, I just burned through our fun fact and the ask the trainer. Pull your weight, Jay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. My back is Pull killing me. Are you, are you pregnant? <laughs> yes. What? So our second podcast is about my pregnancy. Um, we kind of wish that we had done this with JJ. Um, 
And, you know, we were still kind of getting this one off the ground. So it didn't even pertain to us or dawn on us at the time that 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 would be a good idea. But we thought that documenting it and having a second podcast where we can kind of be other like than dog people, we can be other things and talk about other things. Be parents. Our other favorite thing to be is parents. We really enjoy give give parenting advice when people want it. We're not people who are going to slap it in your face, but uh, we enjoy talking about it. I enjoy talking about my my pregnancy journey, my labor. Um, that's an interesting story. Um, breastfeeding, like I love talking about all that stuff. So, and a lot of times that's not something that we can do on this podcast because I know you guys come here for the dog stuff. So we started uh, when three becomes four, and that is our second podcast. I got all my sounds ready today. Oh Sorry. my goodness. You get um, an award. You, I'll read the podcast. You didn't give me a cookie, so I'm not giving I'm, you a cookie. I told you, you're getting a salmon bite. I'm going to read the podcast description in case you're interested. It says, hi, we're Jamie, John, and JJ, and we're about to become four. We wanted to create something for us to look back on years from now that serves as a true telling of the story of this new journey, becoming a family of four. We invite you to follow along as we log our second pregnancy journey with weekly episodes counting down the weeks until our baby boy is here. We'll be checking... In on mom and baby, tracking progress and growth, and sharing the tips and tricks we pick up along the way. We hope you enjoy following along on one of the greatest adventures of our lives. I think it's going to be a good one. So episode one is up already, week 12. Hi there. Yeah. That's what it's called. So you can just search When 3 Becomes 4 wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever you're listening to us on now. We're, we're everywhere already. They, they accepted it. So we're good cool. to go. Here we are. So Come for the is. dog tips. Stay for the pregnancy tips. Yeah. Stay for the pregnancy Why tips. Why not? Both are great. I don't even have a uterus. <laughs> That's it's a good thing. Amazing. I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, we went through everything that I have to talk about today. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, you should talk about Herschel. I should talk. Well, his name is not Herschel anymore. It's we not. renamed him. So we got our pig Monday. Mm-hmm. Right. Today is. Yeah, Monday. Oh, a so week it's ago. been a week. It's been exactly a week. He came to us, our friend Nikki, who works at the Staten Island Zoo, um, was aware of a farm that is overcrowded and, you know, not doing exactly what they should be for their animals. So she asked us, we, well, John actually posted on Facebook if anybody knew of any barn animals that needed to be rescued. And she reached out and she told us about Herschel. He's five. He is under 200 pounds, just yeah, under like 170 belly. something. He is very skittish. I do believe that he's probably been hit yeah, or something like yeah, that so. because he is something isn't, you know. way too skittish. No animal just comes out that skittish. You know, uh, when you, when you're feeding him through the fence, he's fine. Tails wagging. He's super cool, calm, super close. But once you step into his area, he is more jumpy and he backs up. Um, so we're working on that. We're going to spend a lot of time with him. He has a sweet tooth. He's very funny. Um, I tried giving him a bunch of veggies and he was like, wait, lady, what is this? Uh, but the strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, he's all about. I gave him yesterday, I gave him cantaloupe, pineapple and honeydew. And he was all about that as well. He is a fruit boy. He will eat pumpkins in private. Yes. And a few bites of the zucchini. Yeah. And he did eat the carrots eventually, but he wasn't like. Thrilled. Like Cel- he wasn't you taking it from celery. my hand. Celery, he's No, celery he left. The green peppers he left. Excuse you, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody Dog heard sneezing. that in the background. Yeah, so he's definitely got a sweet tooth, but he, I think he's very, very happy here. He has a big penned area. 
He's got um, his barn with a nice, a, a good, decent amount of, of space inside in his bed. Yeah, it's at least they said two, three times bigger than where he was living. Yep, and then he goes outside and he's got a ton of space to roam around, lay in the sun, dig, do whatever he wants. And I think he's pretty happy. Yeah. He comes yeah. running when we when we call him. He does. It's yes. cute. So we renamed him. We, we put up on Instagram. I'm, I'm sure if you guys are avid listeners, you've seen this, but we were putting up what we should rename him our for our farm with our animals has has a halloween theme so we were looking for names that were halloween-esque that kind of fit him and we were between bones boo fang it's casper yeah and casper honestly so many people voted but they were all kind of even so we chose boo because i've just been calling him boo boo it kind of just happened so it just felt it felt right so he is Jackson's boo. on the move over there. No, Jackson's laying down. Oh, is he? Yeah, Oakley's up. He's doing his little snake thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing when he rubs his peach all over the floor. Oh, he's itchy. Aren't so. we all? <laughs> when you guys get out of here, I'm rubbing my peach on the floor. Forget <laughs> it. Jeez, this is my room. Oh, my God. Possum University after dark. Uh, seriously. Don't so, mind me. if you'd like to see Herschel or Boo. Boo. You want to see a close-up of him? We actually, I, I did a YouTube video of him. Yes. It was really good. Yeah. So look for Paulson University on YouTube. And there's also a video of you redoing his bed because... That's the video I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about the first one with JJ. Mm, he is in that you one too. Two. There's two videos. Yeah, yeah, you have two videos of, of Boo. Yes. So head over to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for today. Do you have anything else? No, I think this was great. It's been three weeks. We come bearing nothing. Well, things have been a little crazy. We've been going back and forth and a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we added classes. Yeah, I was going to talk about that, but then it seemed like there was no point because it sold out. <laughs> well, we're going to have more. So um, we are dipping our feet in the class. A group classes. Group classes. Um, normally, I only do one-on-one stuff. That's kind of how it's been since I started, but I wanted to do... Things that were going to aid dogs in being socialized. Um, Jackson is still He's rolling just, around. He no. is making the most noise. If you have nothing else to say, he will just fill the rest of this podcast <laughs> with... And the microphone. Probably, I don't even know what this is. This is a different behavior. He realized how new your new uh, gonna carpet is. So he had to... He, well, he normally does the snake rubbing, but there, now there's this symphony of kicking his foot out all the time, making some extra noise. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a fun wrinkle in his weirdness he's trying to army crawl in solidarity with his oh mom. he's great at army crawling he used to stink at it now he keeps his head nice and low oh i know why he's doing that whatever he's itching on the floor is making his leg shake oh yeah i got that he yes. this must be a brand new rug or something because it's nice and firm and it's it's yes it's hitting all the right spots <laughs> jackson that's enough oh my god oakley's like what what am i missing there's something on this rug I forgot to look at. Yeah, it's all of Jackson's smelling. skin cells. He's smelling where he oh, just man. rubbed. Dogs are so gross. So they really are. Group classes. Yes, group we, classes. We did four dates for reactive dogs. We're doing four reactive dog classes, and they are all entirely booked. So, yes. so basically, it's going to be classes for people to come here during the day. We've got the, the nine-acre farm, and they are going to basically use each other as practice. But they're in an isolated place. It's manipulated. It's only the four of them. John and I are going to be helping each client. We're going to be going back and forth, instructing people on exactly what to do. The dogs can take a break, go over here, go over there, 
more distance between dogs, get closer. We're going to, we're going to take the hour and just kind of give these dogs a platform to, for lack of a better phrase, like get over their, their issues. Mm -hmm. Um, positive reinforcement, tons of treats, but a lot of times in these situations with our reactive dogs, we book it out of there. In our neighborhoods, we book it out of the situation. One, because we don't want to upset our dogs. Two, because we're embarrassed. Um, and we don't want the neighbors to think badly of us or disturb anybody else. What so, would the neighbors think? What would the neighbors think? That's what my grandma used to say all the time. So I want people to have a platform to not have to go anywhere. If the dog can be around the other dog for a longer period of time, they can realize nothing bad is happening and they can calm themselves down. So that is what we're going to be doing. I actually told one of our other clients who just recently adopted a dog who was actually used for fighting. Um, and she was she cried. She cried when I told her because she was so... Tishy's tail because she's excited. Um, she was so happy that there was now going to be a class that was going to really help her dog because they're struggling with their neighborhood because there's always dogs off leash and it's just dangerous and not for nothing. They have a pit bull and there's people who like literally they're outside and they're like the kids the, to their kids. like, get inside. <gasps> Is that a pit bull? When re in reality, he's really not even doing anything. So it's just, you know, did she sign up for a class? Yeah. Oh, she did. Good. Yep. Good. I'm yep, looking so forward to meeting him. She was, she was really excited. She literally was just so touched that this is an option for her dog. You know, that he's not getting shunned away or anything like that. Because most places just have regular group classes when you're indoors and everybody is pretty close to each other. And that's not something he can handle right now. He needs the interim. So yeah. we're giving that to people and I'm really excited about it. I'm glad we were able to do it. Um, and then I'm going to be offering, you know, like puppy classes, basic obedience stuff. Like Stranger command, danger class. Stranger danger. That, that might need take to be a, like a workshop. Like a two-day yes, workshop. Kind it's of thing. gonna it's gonna be different. It's not gonna be your normal class, but with the dogs, it's a little different because you need the people holding the dogs to do it. With with people on people, it might have to be a one-on-one -on -one class. Um, I just I think that that's something that like the virtuals, you don't need the dog there. Just bring the people in, educate them on what's going on and what they need to do. Well, yes, most of my clients that already are suffering from stranger danger and want to know how to fix it, they need. The situation, just like these dogs with the reactive class, they need the situation where they're going to be put with new people. That's why I'm thinking a multi-day. Like, the first day is all educational. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely... Yeah, we got to work it out. We got to work out the logistics and how exactly it's going to work. Who's going to be our people to just give dogs a safe place where they're not home and they're protected environments, feeling super uh, possessive, and they can meet people and, and just get their feet wet. So... That's gonna. That's on the back burner. We have to kind of get that into place, and I'm a little nervous with that coming into the colder months. That I think needs to be more an outside thing. So we might have to table that into Tishy. Oh my god, she's playing the drums. Oh my goodness, this episode is going to the dogs. <laughs> we might have to table the reactive people class until it gets nicer. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so we're if, gonna work that out. So uh, somebody could be listening to this like four months from now or a year from now. So head over to possumuniversity.com forward slash group also in the show notes, and you can see what active classes we have at this time that, that aren't fully booked. Yes. And if you're in the New Jersey area, you know, come hang out. Come learn some stuff. Yep. I think that we should wrap this one up. I think so, too. we got dogs, and it's time to just hang out and relax. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a five-star review. That'd be really cool. And share with a friend who might like this information. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Possum University. 
or look for us online, PaulsonUniversity.com. We do virtual training. Uh, we have resources on that website. And uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. I want to thank uh, my sister and the lovely cat for being here tonight. Thank you for having us. It's been a delight. Thank you for talking to us about your upcoming exciting change. Anytime you want. We can do a follow-up in a little while. And yeah, that'd be fun. See how Jackson is adjusting. What went well, what did not go well, what I'd recommend, all that stuff. Cool. I like it. I dig it. All right, guys. Until next week. Class dismissed.